Welcome to the Ultimate Football Fan Podcast. I'm Lucas Reyes here with my guy, Sports Guy David, and what up, what up? our special fan guest today. We have a Packers fan, Mr. Jim Barnard. How you doing, Jim? Dude, I'm doing so good. Thanks for having me, fellas. This is awesome. Oh, no problem. Like we, like you guys all know, uh, anyone who's listening from Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you are, we always love having fans on. And uh, I actually just ran into Jim. Uh, he was commenting under like an anchor tweet and he was like, how do I get on podcasts? And I was like, just just go ahead and ask anyone. And then I don't know how football came up or how it even came up. But uh, he was like, yeah, I love Aaron Rodgers and I love the Packers. And I'm like, this is perfect, with, especially with all the Aaron Rodgers stuff going down. And uh, I'm sure you have uh, your own takes on that. Wild and, out, bro. Wild and out. And I'm sure uh, we'll, we'll all get to that, all that good news. But Jim, um, when we were talking in the DMs, you said you're living currently in Denver right now or Colorado. Uh, how are you yeah, a Packers yeah. fan in Colorado? How is that like? Have you always been a Packers fan? Or do you have family in Green Bay? Or just break it down. How would how'd you become Dude. a Packers fan? Yeah, good question. So I grew up in Milwaukee. And uh, mm. man, my, 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 my parents grew up in Chicago. And my dad really tried to make me a Bears fan, which is just mm. a no-go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I've been a lifelong Packers fan. I mean, it was like 86, like when the Bears were in the Super Bowl. I've got a picture of me wearing a Bears shirt. Oh. But uh, outside of that, every moment <laughs> from that point on, I've been a Packers fan. So I moved away from um, from Milwaukee after college, moved on to St. Louis for about uh, 10 years. And then I've been in Denver for 10 years. So I've I've picked up teams along the way, but I will never walk away from my Packers. Okay, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, wow, that's crazy that your your dad was a Bears fan. I mean, that must be tough. <laughs> but Dude, especially- I mean, we all have our lows. I mean, I never wanted to say this, but you brought it up. There's a picture floating around. There's two because yeah. it was disposable cameras. So there's a double of me dressed up in a Cowboys fucking warm up. Head to toe, my mom dressed me up in Cowboys. It was like a field trip. I destroyed one, and I hid the <laughs> other. I hid the other somewhere, and I forgot. So it's Dude. somewhere in the universe. <laughs> David, what is it going to take for you to tweet that? Oof. Uh, oh, I mean, I make a lot of risky bets. Uh, last year, I bet my hair, my whole head of hair. You've seen it before. Uh, it's it's yeah. long. <laughs> if the Patriots got more than eight wins, I will cut it off. And I was on the edge of my seat for like three of those games. And then the last game, I was like, okay. It'll take, I don't know, maybe 50 retweets and 50 likes. And I'll, I'll, I'll find that picture in my room. Oh, all right. All right. You heard it here first. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I'm kind of scared because I know Cowboy fans. I talk a lot of shit on Cowboys. So I don't think I, I challenge you guys. Yeah, go ahead. All right. All right. I like it. <laughs> so, Jim, you said that you've, uh, kept up with the team all these years. And so I'm sure you have your own hot takes. And you were also talking about in your book, uh, Brett Favre. And okay, your book is hilarious. And I'll just uh, <laughs> let you plug it after I read this ex- uh, little excerpt you sent me. And I just had to put it on the show because Jim said he wrote a book and he called it The Suffering Guy. And, and maybe it's like uh, kind of a mental health book or some some kind of help book. And um, <laughs> he said he told me that it sounds like a terrible, uh, sad book, but it's not really that bad. I'm like, okay. And then he sends me this excerpt and it's just hilarious. So I'll, I'll read it out loud. Quote, it was Thursday night. We had just celebrated our fourth wedding anniversary the day before. And the NFL was kicking off the season with a rematch of Vikings versus Saints. And then he just goes off into not even talking about the marriage, just football. The Vikings <laughs> lost to the Saints in the NFC Championship the previous year on an epic interception thrown by Brett Favre. I was really into this game because I loathed Brett Favre and rooted oh. feverishly for him to lose. He should have never treated my beloved Packers the way he did. As the game was kicking off, Alicia came in and told me she thought she was going into labor. What are you talking about? That makes zero sense. (laughs) Apparently, she had been feeling uniquely bad throughout the day, told her sister about it over the phone, and she thought it sounded a lot like back labor. When Alicia shared shared this with me, I said to her, that sounded implausible, and maybe she should stay off WebMD, husband of the year material right here. Uh, I was unusually short with her because I had suddenly become the world's biggest Saints fan or the world's biggest vikings hater to tell at the end of the first quarter she came back in and told me she thought that we should go to the hospital because she's been having these odd contractions for over 12 hours already i agreed but talked her into waiting until halftime <laughs> like a jerk yes 
When halftime hit, we got in the car, sped away. I always dreamt of speeding down the highway with a wife in labor and getting pulled over by the police, pointing to my pregnant wife in the passenger seat and then getting a police escort to the hospital. I don't know why, but that sounded like the best way to get out of a ticket ever. I agree. <laughs> I definitely sped all the way there, but I didn't get pulled over. I want to tell you I sped to the hospital because of the emergency need to take care of my wife, but halftime isn't as long as we think it is. We got Come admitted. <laughs> We got admitted immediately, and thankfully, we were given a room with the television in it. Like, this is all that's on his mind right here. I turned it on just as the second half was kicking off. Seriously, what is wrong with me? The outcome of the (laughs) evening was that they needed to watch her closely and prevent her from actually going into labor. Giving birth naturally for Alicia would be completely disastrous as a connective tissue cannot hold up that much stress and pressure. Oh, and the outcome of the game was the Vikings lost. And then he goes on. Yes! (laughs) You go on to rub it into... uh, uh, who you rub it into someone's face and you called up a friend, I believe. Yeah. And then uh, talk about your your life and your marriage. And I was like, dude, after I read that, I was like, this is going to be a great <laughs> podcast. This guy oh, can that's write. Good. That's this was, a, this good. Was, that was great. I was hooked on immediately. Um, but you brought up Brett Favre and how he did your Packers. And then almost like history is repeating itself with Aaron Rodgers. So we got to talk about it. Um, what are your thoughts about the Aaron Rodgers situation? Is it different from Brett Favre or how you feel? I feel like most Packers fans are on Aaron Rodgers' side for the most part, but uh, what is your opinion? Like, break it down completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, I wanted that question to be asked so badly at the press conference. Like, mm. Aaron, how is this similar? How is this different from the Brett Favre deal? Because, yeah. um, like, what a great question. Like, we missed an opportunity there. Because I think it's more similar than we think, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. It it obviously got spurned on by drafting his replacement. I mean, right there, that is like automatic. It's so much like the the situation of old. Um, Can I say, man, like I thought Brett Brett Favre played some ridiculous games with the Packers. Like Mm. it really got insane. And then obviously I, I became someone who loathed Brett Favre. I mean, like I could not be, there's so much in this book that I wrote that up about my like wife's journey, our journey of chronic illness and stuff. And, um, but so much air goes into like my hatred for Brett Favre. And frankly, I, I, I like, I go so far in the book to be like, bless you, Aaron Rodgers. You're never going to be like that. (laughs) And then literally the day before the book comes out is like draft day and, you know, Shefty's out tweeting, you know, you know, Rogers is out, blah, blah, blah. Like what? This, this this makes no sense. Are you kidding me? You jinxed so, it so hard. <laughs> I, I know. So here's the thing. I I think that Packer fans are really mixed. Mm. I saw somewhere someone was talking about, I think it was Leroy Butler. He was talking about like millennials. Like if you're like 25-ish or younger, like you're pro Aaron Rodgers. If you're like a little bit older, like okay, I'm 42, so like probably I'm at the threshold. So like like 42, you know, 50 older, you're pretty pro labor. You're pretty pro. Like <laughs> the, the Packers know what they're doing. Like we don't need you to play our GM there, Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Like we, we don't want to play these games in anymore. And so I think we're a little shy because of the, the past with Brett Favre, but I don't know, man, like I'm, I'm pumped for this year. I think this is going to be like, just Aaron Rodgers going out and just like lighting this, this joint on fire. But outside of this year, I, I don't even know what to think. It's crazy guys. What, like, what, what are your takes here? Okay. So this whole situation, I'm kind of like in the middle I'm, every time I grew up with five sisters. So I'm very patient. So I've learned to look at both sides of everything. And this one, so Aaron, okay. Upset about that. I get that. And then it's a tug of war. They play a card. He just doubling down, doubling down, doubling down. I'm like, okay, first of all, they need to sit down. You guys are both being petty. Let's just put that out there. Both of y'all being petty. Yeah. Why don't you just sit down and talk about it? He, they didn't put you. They didn't put you in the car, the group chat about you know draft day. Okay, <laughs> maybe next time you know they will. He's upset. Never draft a wide receiver except for this year. He could be upset about that. And then Aaron Rodgers could be like, you know what? Okay, I think Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wanted an apology. He wanted the satisfaction, like they know they did wrong in his mind and Mm -hmm. they want to apologize for it and make up for it with this right here. And if you guys are not watching, it's cha-ching, some money. And I think uh, this is all a tactic just to be the highest paid player ever uh, for two, three years. He might be there. So, I mean, I'm kind of both sides. I kind of see from both. I'm like, y'all being petty, like y'all just being petty right now. Just sit down and talk about it. 
like I'm whatever about it, but now he's back and like hundred percent ready to go. So I'm like, all right, Packers are good. If they draft a quarterback next year, then it's over. That would be some <laughs> shit though. They've they draft a quarterback next year to replace Jordan Love and he hasn't started yet. That would be some shit. That would be fun. I'll just do it as a joke. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come on. <laughs> my whole thing with the, the situation was I think that Everyone saw Tom Brady win the Super Bowl last year, and it's that's Russell Wilson now. He's like, I want input on personnel. Even Kyler Murray is like, I'm getting input on personnel. And then yeah. if you're like the Aaron Rodgers of your company, you know, you want personnel input, or you just want input on how to run things. And I'm like, I think he's definitely earned that right. But the pettiness is there, and I think that's what got a lot of people annoyed. Because at the end of the day, this probably could have all been ha- uh, handled behind closed doors and didn't need all this, um, you know, a Rodgers in Hawaii and stuff like that. And uh, wide receivers not showing up to OTAs and Jordan Love, you know, practicing for the first few days with like practice squad receivers. And and so it was definitely dr- uh, drawn out for sure and probably tiring. But then at the same token, like I always I'm going to spring this now on you, Jim, because I have a conspiracy theory and I kind of feel like Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, you know, just set the stage. And maybe this is even deeper as far as the NFL, because I feel like he spoke this into existence. We got to remember last year, right after the NFC championship, he goes out on the press of saying my future is uncertain. Right. And then we see this holdout, this holdout, I'm putting quotes because really it wasn't really a holdout. And they did offer him to be the highest paid player and he declined it. So Mm -hmm. say what you want about that. And then in the events leading up to him returning to training camp, he puts this on his story. The uh, the last dance photo. Right. And uh, Devontae Adams puts that up there. And now everyone's like documenting this like the last dance it's all of a sudden like a production you see him people like oh this is him when he touched down you know and i'm like this is the this is the media talking about it the last dance and i'm like dude is the last dance about to happen he's seen this stayed for his jordan-esque uh you know walk off or you know babe ruth walk off home run you know uh fantasy land ray lewis win the super bowl and then just i'm out of here peace dip i mean so much is uncertain, but I'm just saying you could probably just write off the Packers for going to the Super Bowl just because the, the stage is set for them to just ride this uh, fairy tale off into the distance, to be honest. Yeah, man, I'm with you on that. I, I mean, I the games are like getting ridiculous, aren't they? Like, I mean, like these posts, these mysterious things that he's saying with uh, Kenny Mayne and just like, bro, like, what, what are you doing? Like, I, I really think he's he's really trying to build his legacy here. And yeah. You know, kind of by calling his shot. Uh, I think you're right, yeah. man. I think I think he's he's trying to build the legacy. I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is a legacy type of person as well, to be honest. I, I mean, think yeah. it has to do a lot with the ego. I mean, and maybe he has a deal with Netflix and they're already filming right now. <laughs> we don't even know. They're filming right now a Netflix original series. Wow. Not The Last Dance. It has to be something catchy like The Last Catch. Oh, Ooh. shit. The last. You heard it here catch. first. You heard it here first, Netflix. Sign wow. me up. In a year oh. full of COVID, you know, catching COVID and all this stuff. And oh, that's man. actually a good transition because I would like to uh, just talk about training camp news before we go deep dive yeah. into the Packers and the rest of the NFC North. Um, so COVID is a definitely a thing. And I'll just zip through a bunch of COVID news because we got Washington football team here. Uh, Ron Rivera saying he's very frustrated with uh, the team not getting vaccinated. They're one of the lowest vaccinated uh, teams out there. And especially with him being such a such a high-risk person, individual. He had cancer last year. And he said it's unbelievably frustrating. You got Lamar Jackson. This is like his second or third time getting COVID. I don't even remember. He's not practicing because um, he has COVID. And also the whole Vikings QB room out because of COVID. Uh, close contact and contact tracing uh, after Kellen Mond got positive. So, you know, I don't want to deep dive into it because everyone knows about COVID. Everyone's tired of hearing about it, but that's just noteworthy. But something that I do want to get you guys' opinion on and it's uh, what makes you more sick. All right. So we got Kelvin Benjamin here and I'll let you guys read this. He was uh, he made 265 at the end of minicamp. The Giants told him go down to 251 for training camp. And then he showed up at 268. I mean, that is disgusting. What you- <laughs> and then <laughs> I'll just. Is, I'll that, just put- is that the. That's the wide receiver transition to tight end. He got drafted by the – who is that? The, is that the wide receiver drafted by the Bills a couple years ago? Is that that guy? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he transitioned to tight end the same time Tebow is trying out, right? And this and is what I'm going to bring up. So what's more what's more disgusting, that Kelvin Benjamin story or actually Tim Tebow catching a touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence? I don't know what's more disgusting <laughs> in your guys' opinion. 
the thing is with Tim Tebow, okay, if he's a tight end, great. Doesn't matter if he can even play, dude. He's a big dollar sign. This dude is selling jerseys. He's going to get people in the seats. We already got Trevor Lawrence there. People are excited about that. I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars were good. I was just talking about this with a friend. Their secondary, Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boye, like a couple years ago, man, they, they went to a championship game with, like, Bortles. I mean, they were pretty good, and they had those ugly-ass jerseys, though. Now oh. they're tuning in a new leaf. They got these young guys on defense, um, and I think it's it's all – it's it's a business, bro, and I don't even blame them, bro. Like, milk wow. the cow. Like, milk that money, cow. He's I'm more annoyed by this story than Aaron Rodgers, to be honest, but – yeah, when I first heard it, like, Jim, um, so we did this thing called the redraft where we pick a secondary team at random, and I got the Jaguars, so I'm Jaguar guy, David. And okay. the Jaguars' Twitter is, like, loving him. They're embracing oh, him. Sure, of course sure. they are. But everyone else, like, this is them, and then everyone else is just like, what the fuck Tim, Tim, Tim Tebow doing catching? He never – he had a, one catch. No, he didn't even have a catch. It hit his head. And he never <laughs> fucking caught yes. a ball – and like I think it's Urban Meyer knows him. This is pretty much a college team. They're probably one of the youngest teams in the NFL. You know, he's throwing them a bone in return. He, they're selling jerseys and they're going to sell tickets. So I mean, make that money, bro. I ain't hating, dude. I have no problem with Team Tebow, man. Like uh, obviously living in Denver, I moved uh, here when Tim Tebow was like at the oh, height. Yeah. The mania was crazy. And I really thought he got a bum deal here in, in Denver. Like, obviously, they got to upgrade to, I don't know, what's that guy's name? Payton something. Um, like, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. But he never got a fair shake in the league. And I, it's a weird thing to jump to, to tight end. But um, it, it's it's going to sell jerseys. It's going to make them a ton of money. Are you kidding? <laughs> I think I think it's brilliant. I, I'm, I'm more disturbed. I mean, like, was it Benjamin, this guy coming in at, at like, 15 pounds over? Like, He's uh, he's just he's spending that money. He's got that NFL cash, and he's he's eating good. I mean, I can't blame him. But I, it's gonna I, it's gonna cost him. I think what it is with Tim Tebow before the draft. I guess it's a conspiracy. Tim Tebow, right when Urban Myers got hired, hit him up. Hey, dog, I'm a quarterback. I'm ready. Draft comes. Get Trevor Lawrence. All right, dog. I'll be a tight end. Just get me on the team. All right, that's fine. Boom. He was probably had a quarterback shot, but they got the the I don't know I don't know the nicknames. They the Jaguar fan base gave him like a thousand different nicknames, but his hair is nice. I'm kind of jealous. His <laughs> hair. Let's, let's just talk about his hair for a second. It is pretty. Are you talking about nice. sunshine? And then, yeah. So yeah, yeah, sunshine. I mean, they're so Christ yeah. Jesus. They're calling him like the ja- Jaguar Jesus. And uh, there, uh, while I was on the Jaguar rabbit hole. There's a chick that looks exactly like him, and they met on I seen it on TikTok. They met, and they look exactly like. I think she goes to uh, went to the same college or Texas. It was an orange college, and she's like, "Look, I'm your double." And they're like, they look exactly like. I was like, I wonder how you that makes you feel if you look exactly <laughs> like a chick, like exactly like literally the same person, which was I thought was funny. But make that like, like I said, like I said, make that money, make that yeah. money, and the Jaguars are so. No doubt, no doubt. All right, last few bit of news from training camp in this week. We just got a bunch of extensions and contracts here. So Browns got Nick Chubb for three more years, thirty-six million. The Ravens signed Justin Houston. Saints got Devontae Freeman. Colts Brent Hundley because we got Carson Wentz having surgery and he's going to mm-hmm. be out. And I mean, there's already 12 talks. Twelve weeks. Twelve weeks, and there's already talks of the Colts trading for Nick Foles. I mean, come on, is Carson Wentz ever going <laughs> to oh get away? My God. Is he ever yes. going to get away? <laughs> From Nick Foles <laughs> and Frank Reich. I mean, oh, my gosh. What is going on? Uh, Giants yeah. got uh, Joe Looney, and then Seahawks got Sean Mannion, and Vikings got – I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. Mr. Johnson out. He tears his ACL. <laughs> but uh, I guess any last thoughts on training camp and Carson Wentz? I think that's the funniest news, um, but maybe the worst news for any team right now. Look at the Bears. I mean, no – Go on, go on. Uh, I was just going to say, by by far, that is the most crushing news around the league. They they went all in on Carson. And for him to go down for up to 12 weeks, like, they got nothing. Like, Brent Hundley, like, come yeah. on. We, we, know, we know what we got there. Like, that's – I think it really is hilarious that Nick Foles is, like, the, the best option for them to grab. I mean, the Bears would give him away for, like, a, a, a Kit Kat, I think. Um, <laughs> like <laughs> – 
Like, let, let's do this. Let's make this happen. And like, oh my gosh, I'm ready for all the Colts news here. If, if, if the Colts get Nick Folds one mental health there, they better hire a psychologist, a therapist, because it's going to be all downhill for Carson Wentz. He leaves and, and this dude comes back, which honestly, he has a big contract. The Colts, I think, could cover. Uh, he's the third quarterback in Chicago. Is he in Chicago? Because yeah, Andy Dalton's there, and then you got, you know. So, like, field. he's just sitting there. He could come in. He could close. You know how he did in the Super Bowl. He could close, but in this case, for the whole season until Carson Wentz <laughs> come back. And I think, I think Nick Foles should just embrace that. He's going to be the next Fitzpatrick. Like, dude, we need you for – 18 quarters out of the year. You got it. You you got it. I'll do that. I think he needs to embrace the Ryan Fitzpatrick role because Ryan Fitzpatrick, I don't know how much years he got to him. His beard is getting longer and longer by the second. <laughs> so I think Nick Foles should embrace mm, that role. role. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. All right, so let's go back and uh, put the spotlight back on the Packers for a little bit. And so, Jim, if I was just some any random you know, walking down the street. I know football. I have my own favorite team, but I don't know too much about the Packers. Like, what would you say is one of the things that we should be looking out for this season? And what are you most excited about for the Packers? Well, I think if you know nothing about football, the first thing you need to know about the Packers is that they are really conservative. You know, they are going to make um, these, they're, they're not going to be splashy in free agency. They're not going to make these big time trades. I mean, they went out and got Randall Cobb this year mm-hmm. to, to make to make Aaron happy. And that whole Randall Cobb thing, I, I find hilarious. Like, how bad – I know you guys ranked the, the Texans as, like, your 32, like, yep. top franchise, like, pretty low. I mean, how, how bad at GMing do you have to be to give away Randall Cobb for a sixth rounder and pay half of his salary when yeah. you know you know that that Aaron Rodgers is put it on wax that he wants Randall Cobb like charge a charge a third round a second round like you could almost like call your shot on this thing but man that like to answer your question about the Packers what to be hyped about is that they've got like no wide receivers beyond this year like all their wide receivers are on a contract year. And and if you know anything about the, the, the league, contract years are always huge. Like every time a, a wide receiver, any player is up against a, a contract year, they're going to ball out. And like all the wide receivers are on a contract year. So it's going to be really interesting to watch the numbers that all these receivers put up. I, I, I think it's going to be just an unbelievable season mm. for the Packers. It's going to be crazy. On the Randall Cobb theme, they should have traded Jordan Love. That would have been some shit. That would have been some shit. Trade Jordan Love for Randall Cobb. Tyron Taylor <laughs> never gets a start. Deshaun Watson is playing high and go seek. And Jordan yeah. Love is the starting quarterback for the Texans. That would have made my day. That would have been some shit. I mean, well, it, we, we would have had to add a little bit more into that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that yes. would be, be pretty funny. Just be like, oh, we want Randall Cobb. Here's a prospect. Aaron doesn't want him here, but he wants that guy. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the wide receivers because that also just definitely plays into Aaron Rodgers and what he wants to do after this season. Like I said, he set up the precedent for him to just exit or, you know, the stage for him to exit. And, uh, you know, Devontae Adams, they were trying to have extension talks with him this offseason. And then that was put on pause because of the whole Aaron situation. They said it resumed, but his future is definitely tied with Aaron for sure. And and he wants to be the highest paid receiver in the whole NFL. Is that even going to be? which is I believe he deserves it undoubtedly, but it's, are you going to, you know, let Aaron walk and then still try to court this guy? I mean, this might be a whole different team next year. So I, I do agree. It's going to be a wild ride um, for the Packers. What about uh, any glaring holes? I mean, any concerns for the Packers team? Like what are you most worried about besides, I guess, the dysfunctionality of, you know, everything going off? Yeah. I mean, my biggest worry is that Aaron gets, gets injured. Like he's Mm. been pretty healthy like throughout most of his career, but he's had a few seasons where he's had to go down and it's like, like, what, what do we do now? If he goes down this season, man, it is going to be controversy city. I'm telling you, like if you're you're sick of the Packers narrative already, like you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. Um, You know, I'd say the other big thing is like when you're talking about, you know, Devante, Man, there's $12 million plus in, in cap room for the Packers, which is pretty significant this season. 
where the cap has come down. So the Packers are in line to be able to sign Devontae to a a big, nice, juicy extension. Um, So I I think those are two storylines to really watch out for. Um, for this season. I mean, if, if Aaron is not healthy, oh my gosh, I think all hell is going to break loose. It's going to be bad. So let me ask you this. Say Aaron Rodgers makes the playoffs, maybe Super Bowl. I think it's a very possible, like a very high possibility. What's his next step or destination, I should say. And then if he's bringing Devontae Adams, you think they're in talks to be like, hey, just wait this out and just mm. come with me sign mm-hmm. free agency you think that's wow. possible and if you do like where where would he fit best yeah that's a, a great agent? question yeah yeah that's a great question I, I i don't think aaron can go as a free agent next year like he's still under contract for next year oh, they just okay. voided the 23 season right am i wrong about oh, that okay i i no i so think he, he actually has an option after this year to just control his, his future to be honest i think he has supreme control yeah, see, there's yeah. not enough details about this new contract coming out. Like, it's still pretty murky because mm-hmm. it seemed like it was like, okay, if you want us to trade you, we'll do that. We're just going to – we can't write that into the language of the contract, but we just – on good faith, we will trade you if you're unhappy after this year. That's what okay, I – Does he trust that, though? What <laughs> choices does he have? <laughs> I, I, he's going to have to, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. But, I mean, it is interesting that Devonte was in contrast – contract negotiations and then all of a sudden it broke off then the last dance instagram pictures are coming out by both of them like they're clearly in cahoots Mm. i'm telling you there's some like mad cte going on up there i'm like (laughs) (laughs) uh, it's so frustrating there's some like crazy games going on i can't handle it like this is gonna this is gonna not play well for me how did you feel about the rumors uh about him getting traded to the Broncos, your city, not your team. Yeah. Uh, how would you feel about that? They, and what would the Broncos have to get up? Probably like the kitchen. Wow, would you become a, a Bronco fan for a little bit too? No, uh, no, no, no. Come on. I'm loyal here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I will quickly flip on Aaron Rodgers. I'm kind of like midstream right now. I'll be honest. But, <laughs> um. So everyone in the world has been like, Oh, the Broncos, if they get Aaron Rodgers, they're like super bowl or bust. And, no. I'll be honest, I what Broncos team are you guys seeing? Like yeah. I got to go to a couple of the games last year before they shut down having fans and uh I mean I I hate to bring it up like outside of that Chargers game uh, <laughs> in Denver. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was bad. Um yeah. I, there's not I don't I'm not high on the Broncos at all. Like I think if they made that move, they'd have to give up at least three future first rounders, if not four. Mm-hmm. And a couple starters that would they at would least, need to yeah. be good. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So I think the price is too high. I think what they have in Drew Locke is fine. It's formidable. Um, your your guest that you had on a prior pre- podcast, Ryan, said he could be a top 10 quarterback. And actually, yeah, pretty convincing. See, dude, seeing that game against the Chargers, like – he was he was dog crap in the first half but then in the second half like i don't know what happened like he, he came <laughs> out and lit the, the the world on fire like drew lock might be something guys I, I like i don't know it's it's hard to tell i i just have a hard time seeing it here in denver but maybe i mean they have that history of going out and getting the big fish at the end of his mm-hmm. career and it working out pretty well okay was, so go ahead david um all right so i just want i want your opinion you know the rankings uh are we're we're at 30 but i have well me and lucas after a lot of time putting this list together we're still changing it every day i got the <laughs> green bay packers overall ranked number five offensively ranked number two defensively ranked 14 all your opinions hmm. on those three um okay who's one offensively uh Buccaneers. yeah i assumed um, I mean, they brought everyone back, so it's a, it's hard to dispute that. I yeah. I personally hate Tom Brady, and I seen him on the Super Bowl, the the whatever, and I'm like, I hate to say, it, I'm kind of like, I kind of like Tom Brady now. He's like a funny guy now, not like the <laughs> villain that everyone painted him. Like yeah. now, I'm like, oh, Tom Brady's actually kind of cool, and I hate to say it because I, I can't stand him. But yeah, Buccaneers, yeah. their running back situation is a. 
I mean, I could I could switch those easily. I think I probably should switch those because Aaron Jones signed that big boy contract. Offensive line is probably a little more suspect than the Bucks, but I'll I'll interchange them one and two right there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I mean I'm fine either way there. I I think the Packers got a solid defense. Like, um, who do you who who's the team right, just in front of the Packers? Uh, you're not gonna like this. The Patriots. And the Chargers like at 12. That's maybe some bias. Maybe, maybe not. 15, mm. uh, let's see, or 11. The Giants. We're really high on the Giants. Ravens at 10. So those are the teams above or below them, I should say. Yeah. I mean, I, man, I, I was a little disappointed with the Smith brothers last year. Like, I, yeah, Mr. Really Mr. Thought- Mr. Smith. Yeah. 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 I really <laughs> thought they were just going to like ball out for like 20 plus, you know, just like just sacks left and right. But I mean, they were good. They were good. Um, I don't know. I guess it's a fair assessment. You know, I don't think that they're top five by any means, but I'd probably play some, you know, 10 to 12 would be where I'd put them. Um, probably. I, huh? mean, I mean, if, if, if Kevin King could just do anything differently <laughs> in his oh, life, man, dude, I mean, if, we, if, if he could be who his potential says he could be, and he doesn't like fall asleep at the end of the first half against the Buccaneers. I mean, would would you have a hard time saying they're top ten? I mean, I was really high on the Packers. What two, three years ago when they spent a a, a crazy amount of money with they got the Smiths, and they just spent a lot of money. I forgot the number exactly, and I was like, oh, I like this mm-hmm. defense. And they just the thing is, I had them expectations way too high on them, yeah. so that's why I probably put them so low. But yeah, I could probably. 13, 12, I'm comfortable with that, but I think they're still pretty solid. If if Kevin King would just, yeah, like you said, just made a play, it'd have been a different story probably right now. Absolutely different story. And I think Jair Alexander is going to have mm-hmm. like a, a year for the ages. I really, I believe in this kid big time. Oh, he locked down for sure. I like yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So we broke down basically defense and offense. Like what are your expectations for the season? Just set it out there. NFC North first place. I mean, I like the Vikings a lot. We'll talk about the rest of the division, I, but, I, uh, I, I don't but uh, I'll still give the Packers first place. But what are your realistic thoughts? You know? Yeah. You know, I, I'm hearing a lot of people saying like, you know, 11 wins they've done, they've gone 13 and three the last two years. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's keep on pace. At I least keep on forgetting that. Wins. Right. I mean, first two years for LaFleur, yeah. 13 and three. That's impressive, man. Two NFC championships. Yep. 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 So, I mean, absolutely first place in the division. That's like the I mean, the floor for you guys is 13. Like, it could go up from there. Yeah, right, right. So, I, I mean, I, I don't believe in the Vikings at all. Um, no, I, no. I, I actually am really curious about the Bears. Like, honestly, yes. I could see the Bears having a much improved season. I mean, I know they made the playoffs. They squeaked in with the ex- expanded. But – I think this uh, Justin Fields kid, for the first time, guys, ever since Sid Luckman, the Bears have a quarterback. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I know, right? I've I've only been here on this earth since '98. I've never <laughs> seen a quarterback uh, for the for the Bears. Honestly, I, I remember I don't them quarterbacks. I remember Jake Cutler. I remember Rex Grossman. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's it. That's the only two guys I remember because Jake Cutler went to the Broncos. And it was like, I always confused him and Russ Grossman. Yeah. And like, that's the only two quarterbacks I remember being there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those two guys. I mean, I, I want some hate mail here. I, I actually believe Rex Grossman is the the second best uh, franchise quarterback in Bears history. <laughs> come someone at, come else at me. Says, yeah, someone else said that. And I was like, what? And I looked up, I'm like, oh. Yeah, is that even a controversial statement? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's coming to be like <laughs> – I think Justin Fields has a lot of potential. I'm excited where he could be. That yeah. defense, always solid. And um, and the offense could probably be real electrifying. David Montgomery, underrated. Um, Darnell Mooney, who Lucas is in love with. They did trade away, um, what's his name, to the Texans, Anthony Miller. Mm-hmm. But you got oh, Allen yeah. Robinson, so I wouldn't even worry about that. All right, so this is a good to transition. We'll just transition to the NFC North. We're on the Bears and so you are very high on Justin Fields, but we had a segment last week or a couple of weeks ago uh, called "We Want More" or "Ba," and that was basically what is our impressions of these teams. So we, it's a Michael Irvin inspired segment. So let's say I'm talking about the Bears. No, I want more Justin Fields. I would play this clip. You know. We want 
more. We need more. Or if I'm feeling like this team, you know, is about to explode in a good way or a bad way. I'm like, oh, this team's about to explode with Justin Fields. Or this team is about to fall apart. Matt Nagy is still having Andy Dalton as the starting quarterback, whatever. I'm just going to play this version of Michael Irvin. Ah! Uh, throwing up the X explodes. So what is your impression? What is your Michael Irvin impression of this Bears team? How do you want to go about it? Well, okay, I know this is going to be weird coming from a Packers fan, but I want more. Yeah. I want more. We need more. I wish I could get my voice that deep. I need more. Honestly, guys, the NFL is better when the when the Packers and the Bears are both good. Mm. We've been missing out on some juicy Packers Bear rivalry. I agree. I want I'm, snow. I want fog. Bad weather. I don't care. Run the ball, smash mouth, Aaron Jones versus David Munker. Just I love that defense. I love it all. Every time I seen a Packer or I would play Madden or like the old NFL games. Every time I played the Packers and Bears, it was always inclement weather. And I was like, I love it. I love it. Fog. They don't care. Baseball, it rains, rescheduled. It could be a hurricane and the football players will still be playing football. I love it. I love it. Yes, I want to see that. I want that more too. I agree. I mean, I'm ready for Justin Fields to explode. I'm high on him uh, because I love those two receivers. And I think that um, – I, th- I don't know why, but I feel like he hasn't gotten so much spotlight coming into the season. I think that the Bears are kind of a, a sleeping bear right now. They're hibernating, but they're about <laughs> to come out, and they're about to be scary. I agree. Um, do you Your expectations for the Bears, are they going to be competing with the, with the Packers? I feel like you're kind of high on Justin Fields. And do you feel any, like, you know, scared of this Bears team at all, possibly? The potential? <laughs> not even worried about it. Uh, are there words to describe how not scared I am of the Bears? No, there's not <laughs> words. No, I mean, I, I'll i be honest. I have a soft place in my heart for the Bears. Um, you know, oh, wow. like the, the rivalry is beautiful. There's family rivalry. There's um, some of my very... Maybe you just want your dad to be happy, to be honest. I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, some of my very best friends are, Pat, are Bears fans. And oh, okay. I'll be honest, I, I've, I've become friends with an employee of the Bears. And I, I, I've been getting tickets, um, you know, from, from this oh, employee. Nice. You know, I need to make if, – if this is one of my goals. Like, if there's any Packers employees out there, like, I, I want to become friends with you. Because like, <laughs> that, that's very important to me. But yeah, I've been getting Packers Bears tickets for the last few years out of this deal. And so, yeah, I want my Bears friends to be reasonably happy, not too happy, yeah, just not reasonably too happy. happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's transition over to a team that gets no love and probably gets a lot of hate, probably from me, probably the most, because I don't know what damn Campbell is doing, but the lions, what, what's up with the lions, man? I mean, do you have any thoughts on the lions? I'm, uh, I'm, high on the wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown let's see what they could do with uh, Jared Goff having uh Sewell at right tackle is a little bit confusing to me they're just all over the place Dan Campbell's doing up downs with the team I mean I don't even know where they're going to be schematically but I just know it'll be fun to watch what do you think about the Lions team Michael Irvin impression <laughs> whatever the uh, <laughs> He's throwing the X there, the, the Des Bryant yeah. X. <laughs> I don't know what to think about the Lions. They have been so bad for so long. Like, how can an organization get so many things wrong, have their top two players of all time retire early? I mean, like, that's not a coincidence. They're a terrible organization. Um, yeah, I don't expect much out of them. Dan, Dan Campbell seems like he's in left field. Like, he's... <laughs> I don't understand what he's uh, smoking, but uh, I don't know, man. I What are your impressions? I honestly have no idea what to think of these he, teams. He probably literally thinks he's in left field. He probably thinks he's managing a baseball team. That's how lost this dude is because he hired Anthony Lynn. And coming from Charger fans, we know exactly what that's going to be. Like, Anthony <laughs> Lynn is just going to not do anything. And it's yeah. just going to be like sim mode. On well, I think, just, I think uh, it's, I just... it's time for them to turn a leaf, to turn a new page, right? I mean, they're trying to. I've, if I would describe this team, it's them just trying to turn the page, right? I mean, what the Steelers did in like the 70s, I think when they got Joe Green, that's what really started their, uh, you know, them their winning culture. And I think Penny Sewell is that type of, uh, type of character, to be honest. Polarizing figure. I mean, he's one of the most highest rated tackles coming uh, into the league ever. 
And moving him to right tackle is such a bold move and such a, a head scratcher to me. It's he already said it's hard for him to make that decision or transition. Uh, but they got Taylor Decker at left tackle, who is uh, had his best pass blocking season last year. So I would say they're trying to be creative. Uh, Anthony Lynn saying what you want about him as a head coach and as a as a you know s- scheme guy and losing games, but players love him. He is a players coach for sure and yeah, he's the type I, of guy. I, yeah. To, yeah. To bring the most out of the players. I mean, Derwin James was hurt last year, and he wasn't even tweeting, you know, don't fire my coach, let's run it back. I'm sure he's not saying that anymore. But that's just the type of support he gets from guys that don't even, you know, haven't been around, and Derwin James is a huge uh, huge voice. So I would say that you know, this is an all-out effort to just try to find something. I mean, Dan Campbell, say what you want to, but they're trying to, you know – players might not respond to that type of old school mentality, but they're just trying. That's what I'm going to say. The lions are trying, but that's all all I can say. A for effort doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? So we'll see what it, where it goes, but that's, that's all I can say about this this team, you know? Yeah. The lions, man. I just, it's, here's my hot take on the lions. It is let's get them off the Thanksgiving game. Yeah. That tradition is antiquated. It makes no sense. We'd rather see other teams. Please, NFL, I'm begging you, make this change now, this year. Is it me or yeah. is the Lions field so hard to watch on TV too? Like, oh. it's just, right? Is something's up with that field? Can can we just, I don't know, Detroit, please help I, them I, out. I feel bad for Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving games because they don't get to eat after the game, so they're going to be starving. <laughs> uh, like, only the winners eat. And I don't remember the last time they won a Thanksgiving game. Like, those boys are going to be hungry. I know they're not going to want to play. Like, I could be with my family right now. Eating some turkey, some yams, some stuff. You don't get me started. I haven't ate this morning. Oh my god! But like, come on, <laughs> get them off. I mean, they took a. I think they took a Charger game off prime time. I don't know how harder. I will probably be really difficult to get them off this year, but definitely next year. Stop. Just stop. Yeah. I, it's not. It's not that, it, sis. That's the best Lions take anyone could have coming into the season. All right, last team is the, <laughs> is the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> We need to splice that and put that on social because that that's going viral. For real. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Run, thank you. Run that, yeah. All right. So last team to go through in the NFC North, we got the Minnesota Vikings, a team that I think uh, maybe is on the rise. I know that you're not really scared of them at all, but I do like I do like Elijah Vera Tucker to solidify that offensive line. I think Dalvin Cook might be a top three running back for sure. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and then they also got a lot of pieces back on defense. High expectations for a team that was had a down down year last year. Anything, any th- any thoughts on them? I mean, Kirk Cousins just does not have what it takes, man. I mean, mm. let's be honest. That huge contract. He's not trying to get vaccinated. He's a, a me first guy. I, I know that's probably an unpopular take. He's a he's a he's a Jesus you know follower. He's you know uber Christian. I like good dude. I'm sure, but like. Uh, he's a me first guy. I, I just, I, I don't believe he has what it takes. Michael Irvin impression. What would you have? Best thing about that clip. I think my all time favorite player personality combo is probably Steve Smith. And he's like, he, I think he's like, get his medication. Steve Smith. I love Steve Smith. <laughs> thing with the Vikings. Look, you're high on them. You're, probably high on something because i don't believe in the vikings at all you know who kirk cousins best receiver is not justin jefferson it's patrick peterson on the defense because that dude straight throwing interceptions <laughs> dude he stays throwing interceptions can't win a primetime game to save his life if a dude held a gun in my head he's like kirk cousins has to win one primetime monday night game in the next four years i'll kill you he'll stay with a gun <laughs> in my head for four years i'll be dead I'll be dead. I, I I don't believe in him. He looks like a, a math teacher. Uh, I like Dalvin Cook. Justice Jefferson, as a Charger fan, I'm, it's just like becoming like a rivalry now. We play him, so can't wait to see that. Offensive yeah. line, I like that pick. The defense, though, these last two years are just scrambling, trying to get players here and there, Band-Aids. They need like an ambulance. They need like a whole ass doctor to operate on that defense because I don't believe in them. Harrison Smith, though, is that guy. Patrick Peterson on the tail end of his career. I, what, I think Anthony Barr is their linebacker. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, – I really can't even name guys on that team. I just think their defense is just so flawed. Their offense, though, Dalvin Cook is one of my favorite running backs in fantasy. He racks it up. I mm-hmm. just don't believe in that defense, not one bit. 
and I think I think the Bears will do better than in the than the Vikings this year. I mm. solely believe that the Vikings will get third place. Yes, agreed. Wow, wow. I got I got the pick wrong. It wasn't Elijah Bear Tucker. Uh, it was actually Christian Derisaw. But oh yeah, because yeah, um, Bear Tucker was on the Jets. Look, I think it'll be close between them and the Bears. I'll say that. I'll take the Bears 100%. Because you still got Matt Nagy who can't even pull the trigger on where he wants p- players to play, who he wants to start. So maybe Andy Dalton will be the starter for the first six weeks. Maybe it takes the first six weeks to drop the ball and they'll just fall behind. You know, I think that's a very good possibility. And I think Minnesota will be off to okay, a good well, start. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Who would you rather have, Kirk Cousins or Andy Dalton? Both of you guys, who would you rather have? I, honestly, probably Kirk Cousins. Andy Dalton couldn't do nothing last year. Jim, let me hear yeah. what, who, who you want. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, that's such a bad choice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> They're almost uh, the same person, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't decide. <laughs> Proven point. Oh, yeah. Right there. <laughs> Prove my point right there. You can have a runner back. You can have a wide receiver. But Kirk Cousins, when it comes down to it, ain't that guy. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. And he's not the guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's soft, man. I mean, like, I, once again, good dude. I'm sure he, like, the team likes him or whatever. But I think just mentally, like, he he does not have what it takes to take his game to the next level. He's not competitive. He's not a fighter. I just mm. – I, I, I don't see fight in him, man. There's no fire. Every Viking person – I met a Viking fan the other day at a bar, older lady, and I was telling her I gave her a sticker. I have stickers. And um, I was just like, so what do you think about the Vikings? She's like – that motherfucker Kirk Cousin is overpaid. <laughs> we could have spent that somewhere else. Kirk Cousin can't win shit. And she was going off. I wish I could record it. She went off, and I was just like, thank you. Yeah, wow. dude. One, is, one is of my very good on. friends. Yeah, one of my very good friends is a Vikings fan. You you read that there in that segment, and he's like, he's out on his team. He like honestly, Damn. poor Minnesota, all their sports teams are pretty soft right now. So yeah. um, I don't know. Sorry, Minnesota. It's not your time. The only thing Minnesota got is Prince. Or Prince. <laughs> I'll listen to Prince God every rest day. That's all that, yeah, that's the only thing they got over there. And <laughs> water. Big, large body of water in Canada. But that's all they got over there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, all right. Um, final word. Are the Packers, do you think they go to the Super Bowl? This is the year. Final dance. Okay, let me let me get real close here. Not only do they go to the Super Bowl, but they oh. win the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> lock. If it doesn't happen now, it's never going to happen. Yeah, so I, it's happening. Wow. Now or never for the – I think it's now or never. You're right. Everything yeah. accumulating. It's a crescendo, you know. It's a volcano. Yes. Of shit. And it's going to explode <laughs> into Bombay and fucking – City B history. I mean, honestly, I agree with you 100%. If it doesn't happen this year, Jordan Love. Oh, yeah. What's your thoughts on Jordan Love? You're like, well, I guess no one has thoughts on him because no one's seen him play, but you think he's no that one guy? knows. Yeah, I have like, no idea. Like, I, I want to see more. I'm so excited about this preseason because Rodgers mm. isn't taking any snaps in the oh, preseason. Oh, hell no. Let's be honest. Yeah. He might take another trip to Hawaii during preseason. He's not going to get Might as well. Out. Yeah. No, man. I, I you know, I, I, it's obviously now or never. Jordan Love may be the the answer going forward. I like I I think the the Packers conservative nature taking a quarterback when you don't need a quarterback is actually I think a, a brilliant strategy. Like mm-hmm. you know like when's the best time to plant a tree? It's when you like before you need a tree. It's ten years before that. So um, they do it the right way. Jordan Love really might be the answer, but. There's so much writing on this year. I think the contract year stuff, it all culminates into a Packers Super Bowl championship. Like there's just no, there's no other conclusion for me. And I know that there's a lot of, uh, you know, green blood inside of me, but I, I just believe it. Like, I think you guys, are, it's not a hard sell for you. No, I, I, I agree. And I think the NFL is kind of like a storybook sometimes too, the way things play out. So yes, I would just would not be surprised at all. Like the whole Tom Brady leaving, turns around the Buccaneers. I hate that narrative because the Buccaneers were like seven and nine at one point, and they weren't. They were they they finished seven and nine or whatever. They weren't that with, good. With Jameis Winston, thirty thirty touch thirty interceptions, they, thirty touchdowns. Yeah. So. They weren't that good last year. Only at the tail end, and when they got in the playoff, it's Tom Brady's time. But there's games I'm like, what the hell are the Buccaneers doing? You know. But this is so NFL, so um. What's the word looking for? Um, cliche, cheesy, cliche, cheesy. Just like Aaron Rodgers comes back. It's the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Fucking Devontae <laughs> Adam co-host Jeopardy with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> fucking like I, I'm I'm here for it. If they beat the Buccaneers, I'll be tired. Rematch, running back, there are two plays away. A defensive yeah. and offensive yeah. play away. And uh I think that's what all started it. Aaron Rodgers like just Aaron Rodgers thought he had four plays. He only got three. That's why, you know, yeah. it's just that was oh. just mystery. I thought he had what I was thinking, I'm like, yeah, going for a fourth. Fuck it, all of it. And then Phil, I was so I can only imagine how you felt. I was just like, Ooh, yikes. Okay, okay. I'm glad you brought it up because honestly, I wasn't mad about it. You weren't? They they had oh. I know, I know, I know it makes no sense, but they had totally stalled out on offense. Their defense was like crushing it, but they got down to the red zone, and this wasn't the first time they'd gotten down to the red zone red zone and just pooped the bed. So I, I followed the logic, honestly, like I'm, mm. I, I was, I was pro the floor on this. It, it's very conservative. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wasn't happy about it. Like I, I wanted to, to feel like, oh, we were, we're like one more play where we got this, this is over. But frankly, I had very little confidence that they were like Aaron Rodgers could have ran it in just like he did against the Rams in the game before, but he didn't. And then he like threw it into the ground. Like it just, the the mojo was off man it it just wasn't it wasn't right so i wasn't mad about the risk it was like a heat of the moment panic like swimming you're like oh i forgot i could swim and then you're like oh no, no. i was like oh i'm fine i can swim like that's right he just didn't swim i think that's yeah. it and i was just like oh you're right there but that linebacker was coming in hot i don't know uh, i think it was david or i forgot what linebacker he was coming in fucking hot so Aaron Rodgers like look I want to play I want to live another day so it could have been that too but uh okay I'm glad I got your opinion on it because every Packer fan I know they're like they were pissed so yeah it's logical but Mm. it just didn't pan out yeah so Lucas if if you don't mind could could I host for a moment because I have a question I want to ask you guys oh all right all right right. Green Bay Wisconsin vacation destination or not (laughs) wow I've never ever thought of about you know going on vacation to green bay but i do want to go to um opposing team stadiums like that's one thing that me and david were talking about we want to travel and experience that and lambeau field you got to experience that so as a football fan yeah i'm gonna say yeah because i want to go over there i want to see the lambeau leap i want to hear that song that they play i forget what the name of the song you know just the culture um you know the roll out the barrel yeah exactly um bang on my drum all day i think that's what it you know (laughs) yeah right And then just Packers fans, they seem great. I want to see the cheese heads. I want to smell cheese. I want to be out there. Yeah. I, so I'm going to say yes, just for football alone. All right. Two things. <laughs> One, he said travel. The thing I want to do, I, I did last year, but or I almost did it last year. I want to go to away games, not go in the stadium and watch the game at a bar, but travel Ooh. all those miles just to watch it at a bar outside the stadium i think that would be a good joke like just for me and everybody like what are you doing the games are there i'm like i'm here bro (laughs) two uh i make it's so funny because you're in you're in denver right yeah okay my friend's a denver my ex-co-worker is a denver bronco fan and i was just like no one wants to go to denver no one says no one wants to go to denver for fun like the joe king noah about cleveland like "Ah, i'm going to cleveland Who, who goes to cleveland for fun so i make fun of him saying like Hey, no one want to go to Denver. You probably just have family out there. <laughs> Same thing with Wisconsin. I, I don't know. I never heard someone say, like, oh, I'm going to Wisconsin for vacation. But, I mean, for football, probably, I honestly don't even know where it's located at. I'm really bad with maps. <laughs> but, uh, but I do like – I would like to experience fields and stuff. But uh, Wisconsin – oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. The only thing I know about Wisconsin, I watched that 70s show. So mm. that's my vision of how Wisconsin looks like stuck in the 70s still that's just yeah. if i go there i'll just be like where's record swords at where's the hippie glasses <laughs> but it's, it's modern obviously but I, that's just my i never been there or heard anything about it. that's the only thing so uh, i guess it's a it's a maybe maybe i'll go with yeah. maybe. <laughs> all right all right well i'm, I'm just interested because like aaron Rodgers started his press conference by saying hey listen like green bay is not a vacation destination yeah. people want to come here to play with me and I like just to go back to where we started, like, man, as a true Packers fan, I'm I'm going to be a Packers fan. Like, I love Aaron Rodgers. Um, it's waning right now. Uh, I'm not going to lie. But like, I, I think like the Packers have this prestige, like Green Bay has this prestige mm-hmm. and justifiably so. If you've never 
like been to Green Bay on a on a football Sunday, like you are missing out. It is unlike anything I've ever seen. And I've probably been to like six different stadiums or, around the league. You know, that's not a ton, but like just the it, it it's something different there, guys. It's like it's really special. And so I just I I guess I wanted to come back at Aaron Rodgers a little bit and be like, yo, I think it's a great vacation. You know, like summers are amazing. Door County is is unreal. You got Wisconsin Dells, like the, the Bucks oh, yeah. just won the, like, I hate, I it's hate a great the cold. place. I hate the cold. So that's a no. I forgot. Yeah. I hate the cold. I can't stand the cold. I'm a summer boy born in July. I'm a Havasu river rat. No, I, I, no, I'll, I'll <laughs> take that back. I hate the cold. No, only, only if it's summer. Yeah. never mind. So that's a no for me, but yeah, it sounds, you're convincing me right now. Dude, it's so good. So yeah, I think people want to go play in Green Bay. I don't. I I, I think oh, yeah, he's wrong sure. in his assessment. So that's what I wanted to say. You hear that, Aaron Rodgers? I know, right? <laughs> hey, Jim, it's been great to have you on the show. Um, let the people know what you do. I think you had like a coaching. I I was going through your bio. I can't remember it now. Um, you yeah. do some coaching as well, and then you, uh, talk about your books. Go ahead and plug yourself, man. All right, let's do this. So um, it all kind of hinges on my experience. So my wife got super sick three months into our marriage. We've been married for 15 years and man, like literally everything fell apart. She spent months up at the Mayo Clinic and she's had like 25 plus surgeries. She's almost died on me twice. It has been just a long, hard road. And um, so what I do professionally is I coach people through the expectation gap where we all have hopes and expectation gap or expectations for life. And then, you know, reality typically sets in here. My joke here is that very few of us have a reality that comes above our expectations. The only one person I can think of is Tom Brady, like drafted 199th in the sixth round. Like his expectations were probably pretty meager. Like if I could play a few games in the league, that'd be awesome or start for a year or two. But then his reality came way above that. And I joke like, you know, we just reshuffle our expectations when that happens. So suddenly Tom Brady's regular model girl, his regular model girlfriend wasn't good enough. He needed a supermodel. So like we we live in an expectation gap. And so mm. what I offer is frankly free coaching for people that are feeling the weight of that expectation gap. And wow. David, I know I know you have a, another podcast about mental health which is so awesome i want to check that out um like i'm I'm kind of in the mental health you know field but i'm I'm not a counselor i'm just using my own experience to help coach people like just like a coach that you know is like hey i know how to block and tackle like i know how to do this unfortunately but i've i've gotten good at it and so Mm. um so tiller coaching is is what my um my coaching uh deal is and then alongside of that is this book that I wrote, The Suffering Guy, that, that shares our story of suffering. Um, the, the whole point is, is that I never wanted to be a suffering guy. Like, I didn't want to deal with this. Like, this is not what I wanted in my life. But to be honest with you, um, what we've experienced together throughout, like, so many years of just pain and, and hardship and suffering like there's been amazing things that have happened that I could have easily let pass me by. Um, and so it's, it's, it's our story. It's trying to encourage people. It's uh, it, it, I, I just, I want to help people through the the hard reality of life. And so that's what I get to do. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Thanks, I really guys. love that. That's awesome. It's like a way to pay it forward. And uh, I appreciate stuff like that, you know, I'll check out your book for sure. Um <laughs> Well, anything else? Did you want to plug in your social medias or anything so people could find you, Jim? Yeah, so let's just do the suffering guy. So at the suffering guy on um, on all social, um, thesufferingguy.com, and you'll be able to connect to me through that pretty easily. So um, I think awesome. that's just the easiest way to do that. So for sure. thanks, thanks for letting me shout that out. Of course, no oh, problem. No problem. It has a lot of uh, football analogies in there and, and metaphors, so everyone who likes football can definitely relate. David, where can we find you on social media? Oh, you know you can find Sports Guy David on all social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and follow Tough on, on TikToks. We're rolling with the TikToks. I told y'all, we're rolling with the TikTok. We're doing it. Twitter, Tough Fantasy, Tough Chargers. We have like a thousand accounts and it's only me yeah. and Lucas. We run in it. We run in it. And we're going to go hard this season. If you want to be part of this podcast, slide in the DMs. That's all you got to do. Or even just 
just talk to us on Twitter or anywhere. I don't give a damn. We'll interview anyone and everyone and hear amazing stories and amazing people like Jim. So thank you for being on. And where can we find you, Lucas? Yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at SugarFreeLucas. And make sure you guys follow the Tough Podcast on all social medias, like David said. Links will be in the description. So very big thank you to Jim. Thanks for having David on as well. And thank you guys for listening. Until next time, we are out. Thank you.